It's just after 8 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub with three locations. One on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the Strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non-invasive scan today for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. No, it's Pack Gasal. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. We're going to be talking sports. Yeah. I'm going back to the old days. Yeah. And Let's Mark, do it. Mark, I might need your interaction here. Well, I, that's what I'm here for. Hey, listen. Before we get into everything else, man, give it, I, mean, I want to do the out-of-town scoreboard. I want to, I want to take a little bit you out of You want to do the, the uh, PSBR law out-of-town scoreboard? I want to take a chapter out of Ken's book. Okay, we can do the scoreboard. And, you know, because it's Nevada, we'll start off with hockey. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, the game is halfway done. It's 1-1. This is a war. These first three games have been nothing but battling it out. This game's going to come down to the wire. It's 1-1. Golden Knights tied with the Winnipeg Jets. The Avalanche, once again, trailing 2 to nothing to the Kraken at the end of one. The Kraken, every game this series, looks like they're going to win. And all of a sudden, the Avalanche say, get out of our way. You're only an expansion team. We're going to whip your behind. Then you got earlier today, the Devils lose the first two at home to the Rangers. Handily come back and beat the Rangers for the second time wow. at the Garden. Three to one. The Devils now have the series is back on par. And the Tampa Bay Lightning up four to one. Give up three goals within six minutes of the third period. Lose to Tampa to Toronto Maple Leafs in overtime, five to four. Will the Maple Leafs finally win a series up three games to one? It's looking like it. It could happen. Uh, you know you know what was the cause of it tonight, by the way? What? Edge and Christian, the two famous wrestlers, were there at the game tonight supporting their Maple Leafs. Well, so I that's think, that was it. That was why Toronto won tonight. Yeah, but you're looking at me. I'm the kiss of death. I actually took uh, Tampa Bay and they it's, lost. It's your fault. Yeah, absolutely. Of all, the, of all the factors on the planet that could have affected that game, your bet. I, I'm telling your you, bet, I'm cursed. Cassell. It was only a $40 bet, but... In the NBA earlier today, the Heat went up three games to one over the heavily favored Bucks. Oh. This this is unbelievable. One nineteen to one fourteen. Can the Bucks come back from three to one series? I don't think so. <sighs> they're capable, but they're just having these injury problems and they're they're out of sync. And well, you know, I and I said this when it happened that Atlanta beating Miami in that first play in game and sending Miami down to the eighth seed was trouble for Milwaukee. Not that I thought Milwaukee was going to lose the series, 
But it, I'd have much rather been playing Atlanta than playing Miami. And Milwaukee is finding out that this Heat is not a rollover team, and now they are in big trouble. But the, but gets me the Bucks got outscored forty one twenty five in the final period to lose one nineteen to one fourteen. Unbelievable. The Lakers right now 15. They're both racing the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies look very similar to what they did the other night. They can't hit the side of a barn. And I, I think I just the way they just chuck it up from the cheap seats, it's pretty ugly. Uh, we'll go to Major League Baseball. And obviously tonight we're going to be talking some football. What do you think? Hey, you've got the, uh, the head of Mike. The draft is here, baby. So- Around you know, hey, listen, the Oakland A's have already been outscored by over a hundred runs, but right now they lead seven to two over the Angels. The A's are four and eighteen. We're inheriting them, aren't we? Lucky Angels are eleven and eleven. Kansas City Royals trailing four to three to the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Cardinals and the Giants zip zip through six. Earlier today, the Rockies blanked the Guardians six to nothing. But how about the Baltimore Orioles? They're now fifteen and seven, eight three at home. They knock off the Bo Sox five to four. <laughs> the Orioles look legit. You know, I'm so mad. I wanted to bet them on on the over for Why, the total. You guys, how many times did I say it on SportsX Radio here on yeah, Game On? Again, how many times did I say? But it? I'm rooting for the Orioles, so I, I've always kind of I got a kind of soft spot in my heart. How about Tampa Bay? 14-0 at home, 20-3 on the season. They smashed the Astros 8-3. Tampa Bay may go to wire to wire in that division. They're a legitimate baseball team. We'll see. I They're winning that division. I buddy. don't nah, I, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon yet. I, I, I think Toronto's still the best team in the division. Um but they t- won again today 5-3. to three. They're now 14-9. What's funny, they're six games behind the, the Rays early. The Reds finally got off the Schneid. They went seven six over the Rangers. They got their butt whipped by the Pirates, who are actually playing over their heads as well. The Braves went eleven nothing. That's five they, after losing what four in a row. They came back, knock off the Marlins. The Tigers got beat, beat the Brewers four to two, and the Yankees get smacked six to one on the road by the Twins. Joey Gallo hit a four hundred and thirty-two foot home run. The Ooh. former Bishop Gorman superstar, and that is your out of town scoreboard. Brought to you by the PSBR Law Studios. We're here in Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, the NFL today, there's a little bit. Of, I think there's some news in the NFL. Do you think we should talk about it? I mean, is that is that exciting? Yeah, I thought somebody got cut off a practice squad today. Didn't that happen? God, I, you know, who was that Aaron Rodgers? No, I, I wasn't calling I know. Green Bay Packers a practice squad. Well, Aaron Rodgers is now officially a Jet. What a trade. Oh, you know, I think they both did okay on that deal. You know, I always felt like if you look at a trade and you read over it a few times and you say, you know, I'm not quite sure if somebody won that trade or not, that means it was a good deal. Well, you think about this. Jordan Love is a lot like Rodgers was. It was time. He closed out the season much better this year than he did the year before when they used him a little bit. I think Jordan Love is ready for the Packers and going forward. I think Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, similar to what Favre did, then he went to the Vikings. I don't think Rodgers will end up in Minnesota. But if the Jets can get that offensive lineman and protect him, they have enough offensive weapons, their defense is legitimate, they they are going ahead. They're moving ahead in the class. Without Tua, with the Dolphins being 100%, I don't think he ever will be again. The Dolphins may not be the most exciting team. And I will say it now. I was going to wait till later. I'll do it now. I do believe it's possible that Brady could take a shake the tree and Brady may come back and play for the Dolphins. I could see it happening. It's the perfect storm. I don't think that's happening. I I I, I, I get where you're coming from, and I, and it's it's a really good theory and to a point it makes sense. But I think Tom's a running done. game, great I receivers, good offensive line. I mean, could you imagine Tariq Hill with Tom Brady? If 
if Tom Brady's Tom Brady. But Brady but, last year led the NFC in passing. Imagine him with the Dolphins' offensive weapons. Yeah. And well, they're much smarter the, than the Buccaneers were. Well, there's a reason he led the league in passing last year. That's because all he had. That's all he had. But imagine, <laughs> they, they got, couldn't, they they got couldn't a running run the ball. This, this, let me tell you, Miami getting Brady would be interesting. New England's not going to be competitive. but I will. They'll be competitive, but they're not going to win the division. The Buffalo Bills are still favored to win the division. Well, you know, the one thing about this deal that, that strikes me is I'm still trying to see who the Jets are better than with making this trade because just on paper to me, they're still behind Buffalo and Miami. They're behind Cincinnati. They're behind Kansas City. Uh, maybe the, the Jets maybe are a, a playoff team, but, but they're that, a contender. That division, but that division enough is brutal. See, you know, so, you know, I agree with you 100%, Mark. When you look at the Jets right now, you know, everybody's thinking they're a championship contender. I don't, I don't know if I go that far. They're a contender. They have a legitimate quarterback. Wilson was a, was a bust. But, I mean, Wilson was a bust when they drafted him. And we're going to get into that in the next segment when we talk the draft. But taking quarterbacks in the first round when you're a lousy football team is not the wisest decision. It's much smarter to take quarterbacks in the second, third, or fourth round and build, get some weapons. The Jets had nothing for Wilson. Nothing. And not to mention, he was not that kind of quarterback that was going to come out of college and be a superstar. Very few are. I mean, when you go back, if you look at the USC days and all the quarterbacks that they had, Carson Palmer on, on down the line, who had a decent career but nothing super stark. When you're playing in USC and you have the biggest offensive line, the fastest players, and you're playing at smaller teams, it's easy to look, a, look like a superstar. Then you get into the NFL, and all of a sudden you're getting the hell beat out of you, and that's what happens to a lot of quarterbacks. Wilson fell into that category. I thought the Jets would have been wiser to draft a running back or a, a, a couple of good tight end, a good receivers in the last few years. This 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 year they're looking at big, building an offensive line. They had a great draft last year. They had a running back that looked like he was going to be a superstar. I think the Jets have a lot of nice pieces. I'm not ready to say they're a Super Bowl team. Buffalo's still the team to beat in that division. They have all the weapons. They're established, and I think I think you're going to see the Buffalo Bills be a little bit different next year. The key to the Jets' success, though, in my opinion, and nobody really gives it much talk, is their head their head coach. I think the Jets have a very good coaching team, coaching staff. I think he's a super coach. Um, when you look at this, when you look at him and the year he had last year, I mean, to me, that's what it was all about. And and then then you look at you look at these other teams. I thought the Buffalo Bills, as good as they are, underperformed. I think, and I think a lot of that came to Josh Allen was trying too hard last year. You know, yeah, it just Allen, seemed Allen like he was pressing, and he was. And, you know, the running game wasn't the best for Buffalo. And I think Josh was just, I mean, if you watch it, and, you know, you and I both coached for a very long time. And we know when a player is just trying so hard to make something happen that they're trying too hard and they're not playing relaxed. They're not playing within the framework of what you're trying to do as a team. And, you know, I think, I think Allen's going to have learned something from this season because, you know, the, I mean, that was a, you know, the the pressure was on those guys. They were a massive favorite. Everybody thought this is the, this is the year. This is the year, and they kind of got tight. So I we'll see if they Salah, figured it out. I thought Salah is a better coach than McDermott. I think he did a better job with the Jets. If the Jets down the stretch didn't have all the injuries and whatnot, I mean, you know, you're you're relying on Flacco to win. Now I look at the Dolphins and the weapons that they have, and and I'll say this again: I may be crazy by saying this, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. I don't want him to come back. I think he needs to retire. But I think Brady could could be coaxed, and that's the kind of team you know I consider. I mean, he he just he just got done playing what a couple months ago 
playing for the Dolphins with all the pieces could really be interesting. It could be an interesting fit. Does he want to do it? I don't know. That's the thing. I I think he's pretty much that. That last year took a lot out of him, and I I think he just knows it's time. I mean, if he I th- if he wanted to keep playing, he could have found a way out of that and gotten to Miami or wherever he wanted to go. But I, I think it would be kind of funny though if they went there after the whole tampering thing two years ago that cost him their first round draft. Well, pick you know, and, and with the players that they have, it'd be great. Maybe Tua could sit on the bench. You know, when I look at the NFL, what's exciting to me is when you look at where Jacksonville they're they're going to have a, they should have another good draft this year. The Jaguars should be knocking on the door. The Tennessee Titans are in dire need of help. They're, they they that team. I mean, Travis. I mean, Henry can't do it all. Indianapolis Colts definitely need a quarterback. We'll be talking about that. The Texans, to me, need players. I thought they played much better down the stretch. That's interesting. Kansas City is in the weakest division in the AFC. The Broncos aren't. I don't care what they, you, you, but people think the Broncos are going nowhere. They got a great coach. We'll see. But I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. They don't have all the talent. The Raiders, I think, are going to be a diabolical failure this year. They're going to be terrible. I think the Chargers could improve. Um, I think they should have fired their coach. Kansas City is going to win that division again by just because, right? And then you look at the Bills. The Bills are the team to beat, but right now, with with being the fact that they got Rodgers, the Jets are definitely moving up in the class. You know, here's the funny thing about you, Pat Cassell. You just don't like those Cincinnati Bengals. I'm, do not, you? I'm not done yet. I didn't get to that. Division. Okay, okay. I'm going just, there last. All right, you're going there I'm last. I'm going there I last. I can't wait because like, you're going to love this. You still owe me five push-ups. By right, the way. You know what's funny? I mean, we're trying to do them. I can't, I can't put my shoulders a mess. Oh, so do jumping jacks. I could, I could do a hundred. Okay. So let's go to the Bills. The Bills are the team to beat in that division. They're going to have to play smarter football than they did a year ago. Yep. Um, Miami Dolphins. They have the talent. They don't have the guy that can pull the pull the string like at quarterback. They're not going to be there. The Patriots, depending on the draft, if they sign any free agents, could be tough, but they're not going to win a division. The Jets could win a division with that defense, and if they're healthy, I use quotes for that. Rodgers will make a difference if he really wants to play. Coming to the best division in the AFC, the AFC North, this is going to be the true black and blue division we used to see in the NFC Central back in the day with the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, and the Lions. This is the toughest division. But in my opinion, they have the second greatest quarterback in the NFL behind Mahomes and Burrow. Burrow is a stud. And he got screwed against Kansas City as far as I'm concerned with the, with the penalty. Be that as it may, the Bengals are the team to beat. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens made a I, – I don't think oh, – I don't think I don't like – They're Rebecca. a mess. I think they're a mess. I don't think they're the team to worry about. The Steelers are going to be tough again. They got a great coach, great organization. The Steelers closed out the season on the upswing – the Cleveland Browns are the sleeper of that team. This is without any draft, no trades. If you go based on the team, Deshaun Watson has to improve next year. Now he has to. Now doesn't mean he will. I don't know, but I will sit here and tell you the Bengals will win that division again, and the Bengals are they're, the Bengals are here to stay for the next five years. They I, have the weapons. I'm, I'm with you. Now you heard you heard that right. All right, so, I feel better for you now, Pat. Should we go to a break now? Yeah, let's take let's a break. Let's take our first break. Hey, this is SportsX Radio. It's my pleasure to be here for Ken. Um, I'll be here next Thursday. We'll be talking the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks. I can't wait. My name is Pat Casal. We'll be right back after this. Talking sports, it's like this is an exciting night. 
So we we covered the AFC. It's now, Pat, you scared me. Let's go to the NFC. You blew the meters right now, dude. Oh, I'm pumped. This Whoa. is great stuff. I mean, I'm really. I mean, this is really exciting. <laughs> so we're going to the NFC. We're going to go from the weakest division to the best division. In my in my, in my opinion, the weakest division is the NFC South. You oh got, my God, it's terrible. The Buccaneers are going to be lousy as hell. I mean, they're going to be bad. Carolina Panthers. I thought the guy did a hell of a job down the stitch. kept him as a head coach. Did a hell of a job down the stretch when he when he took over. Agreed. He, that was a nightmare on Elm Street. That team only got outscored by 27 points. The talk is they're going to take a quarterback in the first round. We'll get into that. I don't. I think it's a mistake. Um, the New Orleans Saints, another team that was minus 15 points, which basically means in both cases these teams could go either way. The Falcons. Mariota's gone. They're minus 21. When you look at those three teams going 7-10, and 10, but a differential of 21, 15, and 27 points, they could have easily been 10-7. and 7. But this is the weakest division top to bottom. I don't think any team in that division is going to the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers in this year will go right from the first place after going 8-9 to the bottom. I think they're the worst team in that division, not that they lost Brady. The Minnesota Vikings, the North, NFC North. The Vikings may have been the worst 13 and 14 in NFL history. I, I, yes. I, I said that all year long, yep. and I bleed purple for, for over 50 years. The Vikings had a fabulous season, but when you go 13 and 4 and you're minus three points for versus point against, you suck. They dodged so many bullets last year. Listen, it was ridiculous. The Colts game was a miracle, but this is a lousy football team. Cousins sucks. Well, I don't know if they're a lousy football a lot, team. Listen, I, I, Kirk I, Cousins cannot win anything big. He could beat a lousy team. He's not a money quarterback. You put him on t- prime time, he sucks. I, I'm telling you, I, I've, been, I, I've been bleeding purple my entire life. This is a bad quarterback. The Vikings next year may finish at the bottom of this division. The Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love have a, have a, have a, lot, have a lot of room to improve. Will they? I don't know. Uh, some of the players that they lost won't be a big hurt to them. I think Jordan Love, is, it's finally his team. He could become the, the Aaron Rodgers of the future. It's pretty interesting. You go from Favre to Rodgers to Love, and the transition is almost the same, identical. I mean, you know, Favre was pushed out. Rodgers may have been pushed out. Maybe a smart move for trades. The, the, Bear, the Bears are an interesting team. I don't think Fields is a good quarterback. I don't think he's the future but the Bears could get some draft choices, and they have a lot of speed. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But the team, the best team in that division, and and I'm talking since 1968, the Vikings could always count on two wins usually every year beating the Lions. The Detroit Lions going into this season could actually be the team to beat, one of the top three teams to beat to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I'll agree with that, actually. They, are, they I, 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 I agree with that. I think there's – I right now I it's – I still have Philly and San Fran there. I I would agree with that. And the, but the Lions are going to be trouble. Listen, I mean that is a very that is a team. One thing that I really like is, you know, their coaching staff is finally instilled in them a diehard. We are going to play until you you've got to kill us to beat us kind of attitude, and the the talent's there. A lot and, of talent. And they got plenty of mo- they got plenty of mojo. You know they're they're going to Jared be- Goff. Is was the most. I gotta tell you, I never, I never liked the guy. Watching him play last year, he is a light. He he's like Nolan Ryan. He played for a lot. He played. He was never Nolan Ryan. Had all those years where you didn't realize how good he was. Goff is legit. He proved it this year. This is the season 
he could take the Lions to the promised land. This is he's got seven years experience. Another California grad, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And and you know what? The Lions, the only problem I think with the Lions, didn't they lose they lost the big running back, Williams? Well, their their problem Aaron? is defensively. They've they've got to get things squared up on the defensive side of the ball. You know, just giving up way too many points. Well, and you know, they're gonna be looking corner and uh, it, it's, it, you know, it's the biggest story in this draft coming up besides the quarterbacks is going to be where all the corners and safeties go because there's a lot of teams that are looking corner right now, and this is going to be very interesting to see how this draft goes. Well, I agree. Now you go to the, the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals Bad. are a disaster. Mm-hmm. Coach, and I got a new coach now. I mean, a couple of years ago, everybody thinks, oh, my God, Murray. Murray's problem is not that he's not a talented athlete. He's too small. And when you're that small, you get you can't get you keep getting hit by big guys. It's not good. That's what makes Mahomes so special. Patrick Mahomes is the smartest running quarterback I've ever seen. He always knows how to slide and avoid. Murray Murray's fragile. The Rams they're they're a mass unit as well. They could rebound. A lot of changes whether they have Stafford or not is is another question. We don't know what's going to happen there. The Seahawks are the team that were the biggest surprise in the NFC a year ago. They they have another good draft. They have talent. The Seahawks could be a very dangerous team, not necessarily to overcome the Niners, because I think the 49ers are the best team in that division, bar none. Uh, Purdy, may, if Brock Purdy can come back, that's Trey Lance is not the quarterback. Oh for that team. God, here we go. Uh, I'm sorry, Lance can't. Throw, he can't throw football. Whatever. But oh, okay, okay. They got, but they have. I know, I, I know. He's a, he's an alum, but the, the, no, he's a, he's a good football player. Well, we'll see. he hasn't proved that in the NFL yet. Yeah, because he got like three games and got and he didn't do he very well. Cr- well, he got but, but the nine, but God the Niners, sake. the Niners are a team. They have all the they have all the weapons on both sides of the ball. Uh, if if their quarterback play is there, that's the second best team in the NFC, maybe the best team in the NFC. Then comes the best the best division in, in the football, and this is a division that's going to be very interesting, and that's the NFC East. I don't think so. Oh, this this is going to. I don't a think war. it's going to be interesting. Why you think the Eagles are just going to walk over? Yeah, you're going to be wrong. I think they're going to the commanders. The commanders are going to come back. Well, and be they don't dangerous. have a quarterback situation now. They screwed over Carson Wentz. So good Carson luck with that. Carson Wentz sucks. You can say that too. He sucks. I knew I was. He's a lousy quarterback. All right. He sucked in Indianapolis ever since he got injured. Yeah, in Philly. you know what happened? He went in down Indy? to tubes. You know what happened in Indy after they let him go? They went down the dumper. You know what? Frank, so, Frank okay. Reich's a lousy coach too. Oh, I don't know. About Overrated. That. All right, all right, all right, Vikings. But the Commanders. Shall I toot the horn? The, the Commanders should be much improved this year. They're going to be better. The Giants, possibly the best coaching job in football. It was a pretty impressive job. This 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 dude could coach. Here's the deal. There's there's talk about Barkley. And, and if Barkley doesn't play, the Giants are screwed. They need Barkley. Jones had a solid season because Dayball was a good coach. He's probably the best coach they've had since Coughlin. This is a this giant team, in my opinion, has they need a couple more offensive weapons. Their defense is solid. They're a contender. Will they win the division? No. The commanders may be better than them next year. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott will not be the team everybody wants him to be. No, they'll never be. He's he's not he's it's obvious he can't win a big one. He finds ways to lose. It is despite himself. It, it's like Romo too. You know, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm I'm, Honestly, I'm loving it. I got to tell you something. Romo takes takes it in the shorts. 
too often. He was, yeah, he you know, choked but, a lot of games. But too. I got to tell you, this, 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 this Prescott. You know, what's sad. Cooper Rush actually outplayed him, and he sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, and and Pat, this is why. While I think those teams will all be decent, I, I just think the Eagles are a way better team. They they really are. Um, yeah, and, and they're going to be, and I have a feeling they're going to be better than they were last year. Now, better as a team. Now, I don't know about record wise because I got I'd have to t- take a look at the schedule because last year's schedule was a piece of cake. But in terms of their personnel and what they're doing, I think they're going to be a better team this year. They pick up Rashad Penny for the Seahawks. That didn't hurt. They get Mar- Mac- Marcus Mariota, who could who maybe books not their backup, even though he's on the team. That's not a bad move, but I think Hurts and Mariota similar in style, not necessarily the same kind of quarterback. Hurts actually proved me wrong. I didn't think he'd be this good. Well, I'm, I he just, worked hard. I hope he's. I hope he stays durable. That's the that's the thing that scares me about hooking the franchise to Jalen Hurts. Is you know he got hurt last year, and you know can he? What's going to happen when he takes more hits? Well, they, they have got they have got to get him running less because if you don't. He's going to be a three or four year quarterback, maybe, and then he's going to be. Well, I agree with you 100%. So. Now, I'm going to tell you that what they have, the uniqueness by this team is they got Dallas Goddard, who's a phenomenal tight end. Guy's a stud. They got the best wide receiving crew in the NFL. Oh, it's not even close. I mean, you know, you know what's funny? Devontae Smith doesn't even get, you don't even hear about him as much as you should. He's a beast. But when they picked up what I believe is the best athlete in A.J. Brown from, from, uh, the Tennessee Tennessee. Titans, I was shocked. That that man, he he could literally be. (laughs) I about jumped through the roof. I'm like, we gave up, what, a fourth rounder for A.J. Brown? I mean, that's an organization that's that's cancer right now. They don't know what they're doing. But the Eagles are going to be a contender. They're not better than the Niners. They only beat the Niners because the Niners didn't have a quarterback. No, I think they'd have beat the Niners anyway. If 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 both teams were healthy, I don't agree. We'll never know. But the bottom line is, when you look at these teams, now when it comes down to this end of this draft this year, I have a list here. Of, uh, you know, Carolina's picking first. They need a quarterback, a cornerback, an edge player, wide receiver, tight end. You know, defensive line. No kidding. The tie- <laughs> did, did you uh, did you say water boy in there? Yeah, and then you got the Texans. The, the, the same spread. Arizona. They, they're in the same position. The only thing is, do they need a quarterback? That's the question. The Colts to me have great personnel. They need a quarterback. Um, you, you know what? And hopefully a better coach. The coaching situation in Indianapolis last year was really sad. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, this is going to be a very quarterback-heavy start to the draft. We'll see how it goes the rest of the way. And, and you know what? But, what is going on with all this talk about Carolina and and a guy that I just don't think is good enough to be the first player taken in the draft? See, I... I, I understand what you're saying about him not being the number one pick, but in terms of needs, these teams need to get a quarterback. You know, Carolina needs a quarterback so badly Listen, because they're not a bad team. Let me say this: Bryce Young is five foot ten, well, two hundred pounds. Who are you taking over Bryce Young? I would probably fill in other pieces. They have a quarterback right now, right? I, I probably and I hate and I hate the kid. He was with the Jets. Last year, I would have kept him around. He could. He's not. I think he's in. He's with the Dolphins now. I think. Who are you talking about? Uh, Darnold. Darnold went to the Dolphins. I think. Okay. Darnold, I would have kept. 
He played Boy, well down I, the stretch. I don't like the guy. See, I just think they had to. They have. They have to try and get a a quality quarterback. In you know that. what? I would. I, I would have drafted Robinson out of Texas. Maybe. Maybe not the first play. I mean, there's so many players. You look at the top ten players going top to bottom. You got Willie Anderson rated number one. I mean, this this guy's just an animal. He, he, it could be. He could be everything plus. You got Bryce Young. You got Jalen Carter, another animal. Okay. Then you got C.J. Stroud. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I I know everybody likes the way he looks. I'm not a C.J. Stroud first-round pick guy. I'm okay with C.J. Stroud. But I don't think he's not the number one, two player to be. If you take him, if you're the Texans or you're the Carolina Panthers and you draft him, He's, I don't think he's ready to start the NFL yeah, next year. Yeah, this is one of those things where you can't sit back and wait, though. If you see a quarterback on the board, you can't be drafting ninth or anything like that. Because, you know, I don't think it's a real deep quarterback class as much as a Everybody's, lot of other people so you, are saying. Words, you and I agree. So you're yeah, saying all these ratings, this is a little over, overstated. It's based on need. And, and you you know, you can't sit back and, you know, let Indianapolis get a quarterback ahead of you or anything like that. It, they both those teams are desperate for a quarterback. And look, Bryce Young's a winner. And and the one and Alabama was a little bit down and Bryce made a lot of plays that very few quarterbacks could do. I, I think he's gonna be all right. You know, but I like I said, he is a little small, so but so was Russell Wilson. So and, and Wilson Russell Wilson had a pretty decent career for a while. Decent career. And I'm gonna pretty tell you right decent. now, but if Wilson I, had to start out with with a lousy Seattle team being the first player picked. He might have died early. No, I'm just sitting here telling you, it's a curse see, to be the first see, player. But I don't think I don't think Carolina's as bad as you're making them out to be. You know, think about how competitive they were last year without a quarterback, without you know, with a coaching mess. You know, and they were given a lot of teams fits and, and they were actually still in that race, even though the division was bad. They were still there. So I don't think they're as bad as people are making them out. Let, 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 let's just look at some of the, the NFL history of quarterbacks taken in the first round. Uh, you know what? Michael Vick, I can't put him. He had a decent career. How about Todd Blackledge coming out of Penn State? Kansas City drafted him. He was supposed to be a superstar. Bust. Joey Harrington out of Oregon. Bust. The guy that everybody thought could not miss was Tim Couch. Bust. Okay? Vince Young? Bust. Now, Vince Young in my opinion, would have been taken in the third or fourth round, could have developed into a good quarterback with the right organization. But it didn't happen. How about J.P. Lozman? Oh, by the way, Darnold's on the Niners, by the way. No, it was the Niners that got yeah, him. Sorry. That's even better. <coughs> Alex Smith, they got in here as a bust. I thought Alex Smith had a nice career considering, and I'll tell you, the comeback he made with that injury, I, I love the guy, so I won't put him in there. Rick Meyer was not a good, accurate passer, so he was, but he wasn't a bust. He had a decent start with... Seattle, and then went in the tubes. I don't agree with that. Mike Phipps can't throw him in there. He, he, he was okay. How about the throwing Samoans from Washington State, Jack Thompson with the Bengals? Bust. Matt yeah. Leinert, how'd he do? Well, you know, there were a lot of good quarterbacks that were drafted early, too. Now, so. you know, Brady Quinn, it's, the Browns took him, but not that he was a they, nobody, they didn't think he was accurate enough to play in the NFL, so I won't even go there. How about David Klinger? Bust. Um, Todd Marinovich, bust. Achilles Smith, bust. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them. Heath Schuler out of Tennessee. This was a sure thing. Bust. Andre Ware, Heisman Trophy winner, set all kinds of record. But oh, by the way, three of these guys were with the Lions. Um, Druckenmuller out of West Virginia, bust. Cade McNown, 
bust. Kelly Stolfrey, I'm going to throw him in there. Jamarcus Russell, disaster. (laughs) One game. One game, and the Raiders give him all the money. He goes, I I I suck. I quit. Right? Ryan Leaf. Dan McGuire. Now, McGuire is not a fair – he was not that good. He was a San Diego State, so I don't even have to put him in. That's not a bust. And number one, Arch Sleetster, by the way, the the, the best part about Arch Sleetster – it's because of him I started getting. I got in the radio. I was a caller on his show back in '94, nice, and replaced him. But Schleister didn't have. But our Schleister, I came and say he was the number one bust. I mean, Testaverde, people forget he was the first player taken by Tampa Bay. He got the hell beat out of him. How about how about Carr's brother by the Texans? This oh. kid was legit. What happened? David he got the hell beat out of him. He could have been a beast, a beast. So we're about to go to another break, I believe. Yes, we'll come and we'll wrap up the first hour. You're listening again. I mean, it's been a blast. I mean, you listen to the, the PSR, PSBR, Lost Studios, SportsX Radio. My name is Pat Cassell. Helping me out a little bit, my good friend Mark. He's the best man in town. I'm telling you right now. But when you when you look at the way we're talking, I mean, all this quarterback stuff. You need horses around you to be successful. And when you look at somebody's quarterback, I mean, look at Mister Mister Insignificant Purdy. Right team, right organization, right coach. He had a hell of a year. So what I'm trying to say to you is, and you might be right about Carolina, but the Texans need other talent, and they don't. And their quarterback is is a is a uh, Ivy League grad who's done pretty decent. He may not be the Super Bowl guy, but you're you're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. That that's an organization that could be building to the future. They're about two years away. The Jets did the right thing getting a Rodgers in there, but when you look at the entire league. There's a lot of quarterbacks that, like like the Ra- the Ravens. Well, the reason they're not going to pay him is because he's not worth the money. Yeah, Pat. Honestly, I just don't. I think the quarterback play overall is not is some of the weakest I think we've seen in a long time. Here's one and, for you. When I did sports radio, I used to say this all the time. What is the thinnest position in the NFL? And it's always been one position. It's quarterback. It's always been the same. And you look at, down the league. That's why Joe Burrow looks so damn good. Mahomes is a freak. He's 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 he's, he's Joe Montana of this of this of this millennium. But when you look at these other quarterbacks, some of them are just not that good. You know, Josh Allen could be really good, but he could also be another Dan Marino. You just don't know. What's, what do you say? We go to a little quick break. Come back yeah, and have some more break. fun. Yep, we're gonna go to a break. You're listening to Sports Six Radio. We're back after this. She's precocious, and she knows. Good song. I love that song. Woo! So I misspoke, but I meant Virginia Tech. Drucker Muller went to Virginia. I knew that. I just was just chatting. I apologize. You're just firing it all off. I was Pat. firing. It's been a You're long time. You're just letting it roll. But I mean, when you look at the top twenty players, the guys I liked the most, I, I think Quentin Johnston from TCU is is a rising. He's a budding star. Guy's got the size and the speed. Got the hands. I think he. he I mean, he's he's a guy I would look for in the first round um, if I were looking early. Uh, he's he he could definitely make a difference in an organization. Uh, the quarterbacks that I think they're not they're not going to go first um, is Kentucky's quarterback Will Levis. I think this kid has got the style, the size. He reminds me a little bit of a Marino with the build, the way he's built. The guy that's an animal in size is definitely um, 
Anthony Richardson. Richardson's yeah. just humongous. 244. I mean, that's a big guy. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the Colts are going to have a really tough decision at four. Yeah, do you go with Levis? Do you go with Richardson? Do you because you know they're I don't think they're going to pass on taking a quarterback at this point. They so, they're close. That's why it makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. So that'll be that'll be a very intriguing pick to see where Indy goes with that. I See, I'm not big, I'm not that big on Levis. But Richardson needs well, to city year. Levis reminds me a little bit of a Kenny Pickett. The way they're built, they're like the same size, a little bit maybe an inch difference in height. They're on the same weight. Um, again, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think he's that good. No, I, mean, I didn't. Say, I, no, I, I, didn't I didn't say he was as good as I said. He's built. They're they're like they're built oh, he's, like he, he's like this is you know if you have video game, this is part of just about how you build a quarterback, right? But you know he. Left Penn State, came to Kentucky, and didn't do a whole lot. I know Kentucky was pretty shaky at points last year, but I don't know. I, Richardson, to me, out of Florida is, I mean, 6'4", 244, that's a big guy. I, I really like him. I, I think he needs a year to sit. But when I the game that I got to see him play was against Florida, when, or Florida State, and he looked pretty tough to me. You know, I, I know, I know he's got accuracy issues. But you know that can get fixed. If I mean, I, so if I ran an NFL organization um, and I took a quarterback in the, for the first pick, he's not playing the first season. If historically, if you look at quarterbacks that wait a year or two, if he can avoid it, yeah. I mean, Pickett, what he did this year when they finally put him in the first six, seven games, he wasn't the starter. They they used him. He developed. That that's a rarity, but also he's the right organization. The Steelers, um, you know, they're the right organization to play for. If you go to you go to a team like Carolina or you go to the Texans, you know, you, you got issues. You're going to get beat up again. You know, you look at Carr's brother. David Carr was an absolute bomb. He had a cannon, but he got beat to hell. So when you look at that, it's pretty scary. But when I'm looking at the first round, they're projected top twenty players. You know, Will Anderson to me could be. On the level, not necessarily going to be LT, but he's up there. He's I mean, a monster. He's on. I mean, you're, when you're six four two fifty and you can run a four 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 five forty, that's dangerous. And, and with that wingspan, the other guy that I like is uh, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Another guy six five two sixty eight. That's a monster. Then and then, and then call me old fashioned, but I, I like Skaronsky and I like I like Paris Johnson Jr. These are two Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame linemen. That you could you 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 get the, the Jets are looking at Johnston by the way is the the word out of New York, if they could get him in the first round and the, with the thirteenth overall pick, that's a big move for the Jets. And what they're doing is they're solidifying their future. So you know you look at that particular move and you, you say to yourself, this could work. The, the one I think the big issue for this draft and what what should be the huge story is it isn't going to be which quarterback goes where and so on. It's going to be who picks where. Because there are a lot of teams with very similar needs in the top half of this draft. And, you know, especially with the corners and the safeties, I think there's going to be a fight for Robinson, the running back. This is going to, you know, and, and your linemen too. I mean, you know, you've got a couple of really good linemen there. This is going to be intriguing to see how much jockeying goes on in, in the top half of this draft. And then probably the bottom half of the round, I think things might get a little crazy too. Ryan Wilson's mock draft. Let's just say the first 10 players he's talking about go in this order, right? So Bryce Young goes to the Panthers in the first pick. C.J. Stroud goes to the Texans. Tyree Wilson, 
another big guy out of Texas Tech goes to the Cardinals. Wow. So the, he hasn't passing on Will Anderson? Right. And it, it, Richardson goes to the Colts. Will Anderson goes to Seattle. Could you imagine Seattle with Will Anderson? See, I don't say. I, I can't there's, see there's that no happen. way you're passing on Will Anderson. Right. Uh, there's no way. But then get the, this, the Lions get um, Jalen Carter. The Raiders draft at Illinois, Devin Witherspoon. The Falcons get Christian Gonzalez, cornerback. The Bears take um, an offensive tackle on Broderick Jones, and the Eagles get Bijan Robinson. Can you imagine that? See, I don't think the Eagles are – they they want Robinson. They'd love to get him. And if they're willing to trade some draft picks, I think they can pull it off. But that first pick for them needs to be secondary. I think it really does. And there's there's four really good guys that are going to be available when the Eagles are picking. So – I, I think the Eagles are going secondary. So check this one out. This is another another prognosticator. He has Young going in the first pick, Stroud going second, a mock trade with Arizona, and the Texans get Will Anderson in the third round, Richardson to the Colts, Tyree Wilson to Seattle. Again, that's a nice pick for Seattle. Gonzalez goes to the, um, the Lions, a cornerback that they need defense. Paris Johnson to the Raiders. That would be a smart move. John Robinson taken by the Falcons, mm-hmm. which I see that is that makes sense. Jalen Carter falls to the Eagles in the tenth round. Miles Murphy goes to the Bears. Levis goes to the Tennessee Titans in the eleventh round. See, there's, do you, but do you see what I'm saying about the chaos that's going to take place up here? Right, because you know you have a few teams that could you know go go a couple different ways position wise too, and I think there's going to be a lot of, oh my God, he took this person. Oh boy, should we try and move up? I mean, there, I like I said, I just think this is going to be trade city. Well, here's another one for you. Jo- Josh Edwards says Bryce Young again, C.J. Stroud. The Cardinals take Will Anderson. I mean, that's a stud. That's a stud move. Will Levis goes to the Colts. Anthony Richardson with Seattle on the fifth pick. I think Seattle will be making a major mistake. No, I I actually think that. That would not be a bad move for Seattle. But, but I, you put him behind Geno, and he can and he can learn. I think that's that's a pretty decent move. But how about this one, Jalen Carter to the Lions? Ooh, that would be nice. In the sixth pick, Witherspoon goes to the Raiders. Uh, Tyree Wilson to the Falcons. Skaronsky to the Bears. Okay, and then you got Nolan Smith, a great defensive player out of Georgia, for the Eagles. Again, Paris Johnson falls down to the 11th pick to the Tennessee Titans. That's the second guy to say that. That's nobody, a big move. Nobody is saying the name. Not one of those has said the name Joey Porter Jr. No, I can't believe that. Not, and this, this, Porter, I can't believe they that. They got Porter going in the 16th round. One, one guy. Um, that is unbelievable and to me. Porter, let's see where this guy. Joey Porter. Both guys say Porter to the Washington Commanders. I've seen that. I just can't believe he's going to last that long. I've, I've, I've watched the guy play so much. That... <laughs> He's he's NFL ready. So this is the second time, right? You got the uh, this guy's name is um, Stackpool, Kyle Stackpool, Bryce Stroud, Richardson. From from the, the, the Lions get Richardson from Arizona. With a, they need a quarter. I mean, they need a quarter. That's a bad move. Levis goes to the Colts. Jalen Carter to Seattle. Will Anderson in a, with the trade with the Cardinals goes to the sixth pick. I mean, I, I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. But we'll see what happens. So that's the first hour in the books. I mean, that's pretty fast. We come back, we'll open up with the updating on the scores, and then we'll get into more about the draft. And uh, we'll, let me see what your opinions are on some of this stuff, uh, my good friend. Mr. Okay, Marco. we can do that. Okay, we're back after this.
Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 9 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Visit PSBRLaw.com. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub with three locations one on Cheyenne, one on Buffalo, and one on the south end of the strip. Steiner's Pub. We love this place. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Book your non invasive scan today. Day for peace of mind. Visit pdcenterlv.com. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance, 702-335-5744. 702-335-5744. Laborers Union 872, the builders of Allegiant Stadium and the Las Vegas Ballpark, home of the Aviators. Promodirect.com. Use K-10 for a 10% discount on your promotion items order. Promodirect.com. And by William Hill Racing Sportsbook, America's leading racing sportsbook. Visit WilliamHill.us. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. We're back. Yay. We're going to give you a little PSBR Law Studio scoreboard update late in the uh, Winnipeg. Just put in a goal. It's 3-2 to two Golden Knights with 11.38 to go in the third period. Late in the second period, the Avalanche trail 2-1 to one to the Kraken earlier. The Devils knocking off the Rangers 3-1. to one, And the Maple Leafs once again down 4-1. Came back to win 5-4 to four in overtime. Isn't it amazing? Every road team so far... Looks to win. And by the way, the Avalanche have now tied the game at 2-2 two to two with 50 seconds to go. In the NBA right now, the Lakers trailing with 2 minutes and 10 seconds to go in the third period. 79-75. Uh, this, is, this Memphis team is tough. This is an interesting game. Earlier, the Miami Heat shocked the world and knocked off the Bucks 119-114, outscoring them 41-25 in the last period. You know what? You got to play four quarters to win games. That's all I can say. <laughs> that usually helps. You know, all day long. And in Major League Baseball, updated scores uh, around the league. The A's were winning. Now they're losing 8-7 to seven, at the bottom oh. of the eighth. As usual, the Angels just come out and knock them on their behind. The Diamondbacks lead 4-3 to three over the Royals. The Giants about to a 4 nothing lead at the top of the ninth against the Cardinals. The, you know, the Giants have won their last two games beating a good Mets team. Earlier today, the Rockies knocked off the Guardians 6-zip. to zip. The Orioles winning 5-4. to four. Hey, you know what? The Orioles got a nice little winning streak going. Rays blasted the Astros 8-3. Rangers lose to the Reds 7-6. Blue Jays prevail 5-2 over the White Sox. The Braves knock off the Marlins 11-zip. The Braves may be the cream of the crop in the, NFL, the National League East. I don't know. We'll see. The Tigers knocked off the Brew Crew 4-2. And the Twins smashed the Yankees 6-1. Local Joey Gallo, a blast, 432-foot home run. This guy can still swing it. It's 79-76, uh, the basketball game. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on in, in sports. The, we, we got the NFL draft coming up. There's a lot of things going on. I'm looking at a lot of different pot- potential draft picks. But uh, who do you, who do you do you see any surprises, Mark, in the first round, second round? Is there a player out there that's just going to just blow it up and, make, and surprise everybody? Hmm, a super surprise. Give me a second. Let me let me run down through here. Uh you know I. 
I'm, I'm sorry. Bear with me that I'm. No, take your time, man. Yeah, because I, I was. Because I mean, when you look at when you look at Robert Salah, the Jets, you know, he's looking to bring in some player. He now has the quarterback. They had the Jets were very active in signing some free agents. A lot of good things happening there. This is a decent football team coming into the season. If injuries don't impact this team, I think Robert Salah will become or be looked at as one of the better coaches in the NFL. The Jets finally have somebody running the show that they haven't had in maybe since Steve Eubank. Now, I'll, I'll give you two names. I'll give you two names. I think Brian Branch is being a little bit underrated. Safety out of uh, Alabama. Yes, he's, a, yes. I, 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 he's looking like late first round, but I like him. I, it, he, he rarely gets caught out of position. He's, he's a very sound, fundamentally sound player. I think he's a guy that people may regret passing on at some point. But the one guy that I'm really curious about is Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. That is going to be intriguing. And to nobody's see. got him on the radar in the top twenty. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him go to Minnesota. I think that was about the highest I saw him go in the draft, uh, a mock draft. Uh, but I haven't been seeing his name pop up in the first round that much either. So he's he's somebody that I I think's got a ton of talent. I think everybody got scared off on the knee. And I know he's a little older, but you know what? He's he did amazing things with Tennessee. I have a feeling he's somebody that you know could be he could be like a you know like a Lamar Jackson late pick, late first round pick, or maybe even early second. And so you know we'll what's see. funny? If if you said Minnesota, if the Vikings were to grab him, they don't need him to be a star. By the way, it looks like the end of the third period, it's going to be eighty three, eighty one. If that basket counted, if not, it's eighty one apiece. It didn't count. No, it, it counted eighty three, eighty one. The end of three in the in, in Los Angeles. Uh, who's, who's winning? Memphis. Okay. So, you know, you talk about that. I, I'm looking at somebody maybe in the second or third round. But, I mean, when you look at some of these players in the first round, you try to figure out what's a can't-miss player, right? Porter, the cornerback out of Penn State, the guy is built perfect. I, like I said, I'm he's a beast. I'm shocked that he is not getting going higher in some of these drafts. I really am. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Penn State guy. I'm saying that because – to me, yeah, you are. no. I mean, I, look, I wouldn't care what uniform that dude's in. That man is NFL ready. He is strong. He is focused. He is a leader, and he's got the pedigree. You know, he's. I mean, he plays just as hard as his dad did. And you know, the the, the Penn State wouldn't have been where they were without him. He is something else. And I like I said, I'm just really. He's, shocked. he's got pedigree. I'm really shocked that he is not going higher in some of these mock drafts. What about what about Brenton Strange? I like this guy at tight end. I think he I think he's a good player to be right. picked up. You get him in third, fourth round, he could be dangerous. Yeah. Was, man, that's that's the job of your personnel department, buddy. You gotta you, you know, it's it's easy to say. What you about know, Kevon got, Lee? Juice? Little juice action with Scruggs? All right. I mean, Penn State's got some nice players in this draft. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, just can never beat Ohio State. You know. Well, but don't I, get me started on that. Oh, they Ohio State losing to Michigan back to back years is killing me. That's all another story. Oh, poor Pat. You know, you look at my my Irish. They got some prospects out there. They got you know, Cam Hart, Mills, Michael Meyer. The tight end is a beast. He could be really good. Notre Dame has put a lot of good tight ends in the NFL yeah, over the years. Yep. So that's those are some nice players. You know, you look at that. Um, it's interesting how many players coming out of USC this year 
could step up their game. SC's, they got Travis Dye, Austin Jones. Look look at this. You got prospects. You got four prospects. Now, they're not in the draft, I don't think. What players are coming? So the Trojans have Jordan Addison. You got Andrew Voorhees. I mean, you got Travis Dye, Figueroa. I mean, they got some players. You, You just look at this. Look at the overall draft. And, you, you, you know, everybody wants to look at the top 20 or top 30 players. Like, it's natural. But they, you know how many times number one draft choices don't always be – are not materialized, especially the top five. Although this draft this year, if, if they're all quarterbacks, they're, they're, there's plenty of room for failure. I think there's too much talent in this first round. Not Like, Will Anderson, I'm sorry. That's the guy I would take in the first pick. He's my guy. You, you know, it's an interesting thing. In the old days, they would look at who's the best player available. Like, that's what I was the Cowboys, right? Will Anderson is the best player in the draft. So you take him with the first pick. And, you know, people say, well, you need a quarterback. Listen, the, the, the Giants were a lousy organization until number 56 got drafted out of North Carolina. When Lawrence Taylor went to the Giants, a linebacker, he turned the Giants into winners. Okay, if you think Phil Simms is a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're nuts. Joe Morris out of Syracuse, little guy, right? Had a great year. But that defense was the backbone of the Giants organization. And I'm going to tell you right now, Anderson could be that player. Your yeah, thoughts? it's, you know, but the, the issue is, is that you know, you're not trading up to the number one pick to get a defensive player. You know, you're trading up for a quarterback. And, you know, the, well, why would guys, Carolina not take Anderson? He would be a perfect fit for that organization. Well, they like their defense. They should. Uh, you know they they know that they have, if they get a quarterback in there, there's a decent chance they're a playoff team. You know, Brett, and but, they don't but, want to sit but, back but and wait. What are the chances year? a rookie quarterback that's five foot ten out of Alabama is going to go there and be a win win the job? I mean, look at Geno. Geno Smith came to the Jets from uh, he, now. He's another West. He was West Virginia, right? He looked at him and thinking, "Oh my God, Geno Smith's going to be a stud," and he bombed. Right, he was, and then all of a sudden he's riding the pine like Plunkett when when Al Davis said, "Come here, just relax. We don't don't worry about a thing." And boom, Geno Smith is now developing into a fine quarterback. Nobody ever anticipated Geno Smith being that good a quarterback. Well, that's that's the issue that a lot of teams face, and you know, fans are expecting there. There's no patience, and fans say, "Win now, win now, win now." So if your team needs a quarterback, you better get a quarterback, and. Sorry, that's all there is to it. It's you know, it's not rocket science on that. You can't you know, they you don't have time to necessarily develop these guys and let them sit. You you really have to be able to sell that to your fan base because they don't want to sell 20,000 tickets to a game. So, when you look at the you look at the 28th, 29th pick, Michael Meyer is the, the either the Bills get him they're saying or Tampa Bay. At the 28th or 29th pick. I don't want him going to Tampa Bay. That would be a sad place for him to go because they're going to suck. But could you imagine if Buffalo brings him in, a, a good solid tight end with that organization, with the talent that they have? That's unbelievable, right? You look at a guy like Antoine, Anton Harrison, an offensive tackle, going to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a smart move. You got, you know, Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, going to the Chargers. You had another. These are guys that are going to fall to the bottom. To me, will have bigger impact in the NFL than a lot of these younger guys going early because everybody's going to put so much stock into these guys. And how many times do they fail? That's my issue. Well, that's, you know, if everybody was successful winning the NFL, 
you know, we'd have a lot of people in the Hall of Fame. And, and, it's, and, and check this out. They got, this guy's got Quentin, Quentin Johnston dropping to the 27, 22nd pick. This, to me, is a top five pick in the NFL, top 10 tops. Worst case, this guy is a beast. There, there's, and that's the interesting. That, about they're saying drafts, the Ravens you know, in the 22nd round. I mean, it, come on. You, you, you can't necessarily go by these you know, because everybody's just shooting in the dark. You know, you have you have millions of guys out there. Hey, I've got a mock draft. It's like, okay, great. You know, but you're not the one in the war room. So you can speculate. We can speculate on who's going where all day long. But, you know, we're just going to have to wait till Thursday and, and see where the chips fall. It's going to be fun. When I look at the Bears in the ninth round, do they need a defensive player or do they need an offensive weapon? Okay, they need a weapon that, that – that can, fields can throw to perfect guy would be at uh, Johnson's a perfect fit. The Eagles don't need her. They Jalen Carter would be with the Eagles. If the Eagles get Carter. They strengthen that defense. Look out, baby. Yeah. See, I don't think he's going to last that long. So. Well, I would agree with you, but, but, but on the other side, do they make a move? Uh, this is, like I said, there's so many intriguing possibilities. A, a lot of teams are going to see, a, you know, you see that first corner go off the board and you're gonna be like, oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to get the third one. I want second. At least I had two in mind, and the bouncing's gonna go. You know, you, you got to wonder what's gonna happen. You know, with you know, with the quarterback situation. I mean, this is this is gonna be interesting. You know, you bring up Joey Porter, and you look at his pedigree, and and you got to say to yourself, why would you not want him on your team now? I mean, this this kid looks like a, a surefire player, and you know what? Imagine if he could fall into the Steelers organization. Like he he looks like a Steeler. Yeah, I don't like I said, I I'm surprised where he's where he's getting slotted. I I, I can't imagine he's gonna get down that far, but I guess we're gonna four, find four, out. Four four six forty. I mean he's a beast. I'm telling you, if you haven't watched the plays, and he looks like a smart kid too. Well, like I said, he was he was really the leader of the Penn State defense. So you know, I, I I think very highly of the guy, and I think he's going to have a great future in the NFL. You know, when I look at these players, though, and, you know, and, and Robinson, you know, we all know how player running backs do in the NFL. Is Bijan Robinson the answer to somebody's prayers? He, it's, you know, there's – he. see, the thing is about running backs is uh, – but, he, I mean, he seems like a pretty special running back, but – you know, it's just not that valued in the game. I mean, this is the one guy in recent last couple of drafts that really, when you look at it, that, that he can make a difference. But you know, who knows? He's built. He's built perfect for the NFL. He's five eleven. He's two twenty. He's compact. He can fly. Uh, he also can catch the football. He's got decent hands. Check this out: four four six forty. Sound like Porter, right? I mean that's that's still strong. Uh, he's got he's got what it takes. This this guy's got. All right, good. So when you look you look at some of these players, you start to wonder just where they're going. And, and Robinson is built like uh, a god. The kid's got some body. This kid, he, if he can stay healthy. So I mean, you know, you look at you look at that and you start thinking, okay, where do they where do they go? Now you look at Bryce Young, and you, you think about him being the first player taken in the draft. And and I and I and I get nervous because of his size, and I just think that small quarterbacks in the NFL, especially now, now he does bring the ability to run with the football a little bit. I don't think he's going to run a lot in the NFL. Uh, I look at him. This is a guy who's had a hell of a career in college, 
23 and four as a starter in his two years, you know, completed 65% of his passes. But was that because he played for Alabama? Right? You know, you go to Al- the kid went to modern day high school in California. All right. He goes to Alabama. He's on the, he's got the big, biggest line, the greatest talent. Although the last two years he couldn't be Georgia. Well, the one, well, and the one thing is, is that Alabama was a little bit down on their skill positions. So I don't, I think that he was able to do it with a little less talent than some of these other guys have had. So I, I, I've got a good feeling about Bryce and I think he's going to be okay. I, I don't see him starting for at least a year or two. I, you know, I think he's great, but I just he's not my guy. Fair enough. And then you look at Stroud. Stroud, what I like about Stroud, he has a little size to him. He he has a little height, right? Um, again, though, you're looking at a quarterback that played for the Buckeyes. And when you look at some of the teams that the Buckeyes beat, sisters are the poor. I mean, Stroud, 6'3", you know, another kid from Cal- Rancho Cucamon, California, big guy. Um, he's pretty accurate passer. I give him that. He does throw the ball pretty well. I don't know if the velocity on the pass was there either. I mean, I, I wasn't overly impressed. Well, ask Georgia about that. That's, that's where I look at C.J. Stroud. You know, I've seen him tear the good teams up too, and what he – and I think that he proved himself because in the game against Georgia, because a lot of people thought, "Oh, he's you know we're gonna we're gonna expose the, another Ohio State quarterback," and guess what? They they did not. <laughs> you know what's kind of ironic though? Thinking about a quarterback out of Ohio State playing in the NFL, just kind of weird. He had a, he played out of his mind against Georgia. I give you that. Um, you, you know, I I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a solid. He's a good prospect. But when I'm looking at these players, I, I you know, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. But uh, we will find out. It's about break time, isn't it? Yeah, it what, is. Let's but, do, let's but you know, one thing that we don't want to break is our heart. You know, I don't like heartbreaking hearts. Are you a heartbreaker, Pat? I try to be. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know, you and the, your, you and your uh, insurance thing, man, you, you get people uh, – Crushed and devastated coming in. Well, there. it's ironic because I think what we're going to talk about right now. I just got my body scan back. Yeah, because of course you know your health and the health of those you love has never been more important. It's on our minds, so get peace of mind when you visit Preventative Diagnostic Center. They have the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart and lung disease. Call Preventative Diagnostic Center now to schedule your free educational consultation at 702-534-7900, 702-534-7900. Tell them Ken Thompson from SportsX Radio sent you. He did his scan. Pat did his scan. They're both glad that they did. They got information on their heart and overall health that they'd never known. And that comfortable scan only took minutes. They got detailed reports from a board-certified radiologist. And another great part of this is, if you have a spouse or a significant other, they're free. I got news for you. I'm a, I'm a client. That's a great price. So go as a couple, take the one that you love to get answers before there's signs and symptoms. You'll both get a heart CT scan with calcium score for only $125. It's a $600 value per person. So that's $1,200. bucks. you are getting paying only $125. Early detection's key. Get peace of mind when you take charge of your health. Call Preventative Diagnostic Center today, 702-534-7900, 702-534-7900. Do it today. Pat, you did it. I just got my test. I just got my results over the weekend, and I, I did it a week ago. 
Uh, I'm, it's my second time I've done it. So it, it, you'll be glad you did it, I promise. There you go. So I guess we're going to head to break, Pat. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more, and we'll talk. We'll update the hockey games. All right. Well, I guess we'll be back on SportsX Radio. Hang in there. Something magic happens every time you go. You make the magic happen. The magic of Orioles baseball when the game is close and the yokes are hot. There's a thundering roar from 34 to give it all they've got. And you never know who's gonna hear the call. Every game does a different start. That's the magic of Oreo baseball. Oreo's magic, feel it happen. Oreo's magic, feel it happen. O R I O L E S. Magic, 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 magic. You've lost your mind, right? God forbid the Orioles win the World what? Series. Forget about it. Oh, if they win like 110 games this year, Pat, Ken Thompson of SportsX Radio, not going to be happy. You, you've lost your mind. No, Welcome back to SportsX Radio. We're live from the PSBR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. I, I got to tell you, uh, I, I'm rooting for the Orioles. I, I was a big Oriole fan in the old late 60s and the 70s. I mean, I loved Earl Weaver. I loved the way they played. You know what I love? Their, their pitchers all could hit a baseball, too. People failed fail, fail to realize that McNally hitting a grand slam in a World Series. I mean, these are the kind of things I remember. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The AL East this year is going to be brutal. The Red Sox are going to finish in last. They're over 500. Well, at 500 after tonight. Yeah, thanks to they, the Orioles. They are going to be one of the best last place teams in baseball history. Because, I mean, they're, they're a 500 team. There's no question about it. And to me, you look at the at, – at, the advantage that the AL East has now only playing them each other 12 times instead of 19, that's 28 games against really good teams you don't have to play this year. Well, I don't know. Yikes. It's that time. The Rich Abidjan Finley out-of-town scoreboard. I hope I didn't kill the guy's name. Rich Abidjan Finley. Okay, there you go. go. I got you. The Vegas Golden Knights winning 4-2. That's a final. That's a done deal. It's uh, 2-2 early in the third period in the – Colorado Seattle game in the NBA right now the the Memphis Grizzlies are now leading ninety four to ninety and they're at five minutes to go in the game they just they just got an offensive rebound another jumper and it's good ninety seven to ninety the Lakers might lose this game but I'm happy because uh, the Knights won and in the Major League Baseball update right now uh, give me some current scores it, it'll be interesting to see how the uh, A's do they're, they're coming to Las Vegas oh the A's tied it up middle of the eight middle of the ninth it's eighty eight uh, the Hayes tied it up. Diamondbacks lead five to four. Rockies win six to nothing. You had earlier. You heard the Orioles beat the Red Sox five to four. Rays win eight to three over the Astros. The Reds beat the Rangers seven to six. The Jays knock off the Chai Sox five to two. Atlanta knocks off the Marlins eleven to zip. Tigers defeat the Brewers four to two. Yankees lose six to one. And the Giants win again. That's three in a row. They topple the Cardinals four nothing. So that's your update. That's an update on the scoreboard. You know, um, looking around right now, uh, we were talking. We were talking about the Aaron Rodgers trade earlier today. The Jets made it official. Uh, here's what happens: the Jets and the Packers agreed agreed to the trade. In principle, obviously, money has to 
change hands for this to work between Rodgers and the Jets. The trade includes swapping first-round picks for this year's draft. The Packers will not pick 13th. The Jets fall to 15th. The Jets are also sending the Green Bay Packers a second-round pick, number 42 overall, and a sixth-round pick, number 207th overall. The Packers are building for the future, obviously, in this year's draft, as well as the 2024 conditional pick that could be the first round if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year's Jets uh, or a second-round pick if he does not. In addition, Rodgers and the Jets will receive a fifth-round pick, 178th overall in this year's draft. The trade won't be official until the terms of the Rodgers contract are finalized. Um, he's scheduled to make nearly $60 million this year. Uh, the question is, <laughs> what, what number will he be wearing? They're saying number eight, obviously, because number 12 isn't going to happen in New York. That's Namath's number. Unless Namath goes, like, you can have it. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. Make him uh, nine. Nine. What's wrong with number 11? 11's one of my favorite numbers. Just or 10? I think nine. 11? How about 19? The old Johnny U number. Ronnie Rogers has thrown the ball and thrown nine interceptions in this game. Nine times. Or 16, maybe. Like a little Joe Montana there action. You the 39, you know, this is 39 year old out of Calabasas, California. When he got the word, it was all smiles as he picked up some coffee and groceries. I, I got to tell you, this is. This guy is definitely not all there. Well, Rogers? Rogers is definitely a, a hippie yeah. of the sixties, man. You know, it's weird. Light up. He's he's a pretty cons- in terms of his politics, he's a pretty conservative guy. So very eclectic, we'll just call it. That's Aaron a good Rogers. one. There you go. Like, I like that. Hundred percent. By the way, ninety seven, ninety six now. The Lakers put up six points without with, with a blink of an eye. You know, I just going back over this NFL the season, the draft is this Saturday. Are you gonna be around for the draft? I I'll be here. Well, how crazy this is going to be! Producing SportsX Radio, the chaos will be crazy here this Saturday. Yeah, like I said, I think this is going to be one of the more chaotic first rounds of an NFL draft we'll ever see. Now, is it the I think it starts Thursday, doesn't it? Yeah. So, but Saturday, everybody be partying here in town, and then the following week you have the Derby, which really Las Vegas doesn't care about the Derby anymore. I'll be on with Ken talking horses, which will be a lot of fun. I'll have the we'll cover the Oaks and the Derby because the Oaks are on Friday. Um, I'll also be on another network uh, giving updates, giving out my picks over the weekend. Um, this past week, this past Saturday was interesting. I was I had I hit one race, but my horse didn't win, and then I got a tip in San Francisco at Golden Gate, and the horse wins. I didn't give it out to anybody. Oh, and he won easy. I, I made money. I, I picked up about twenty five hundred on the race. Nice, and I bet wrong. Wow. Yeah, I bet wrong. Sorry. So I mean, that was upsetting. It was really upset. <laughs> I can tell you're heartbroken. I was heartbroken because I should have won about 10000 That's a whole other story. Yeah, well. Better. But still, 2500 I didn't lose for the weekend. It was all right. You know, I, hit, I even hit a five-team parlay for 40 bucks. You're fact, kidding. I, I hit, yeah, you want me to tell you the bet? LA oh. Kings winning in overtime sealed the deal for me. Wow. But the Mets cost me two five-teamers back-to-back Friday and uh, Saturday and Sunday. Kids don't bet parlays. I just put $40 play. I just looked that fun. Okay. Don't you know, bet parlays big. No. Forty bucks, five teamers. You Terrible. tried to win two thousand dollars or whatever, you know. Terrible bet. But uh, how about the Raiders this year? What do you think the Raiders are going to go this season? I know Ken's a big Raider fan. I think his heart's going to be broken. <sighs> I I think they're going to be okay. You know, it was two years ago they kind of played over their heads. Last year they didn't perform up to expectations. Fired the wrong. So. Co- they, they hired the wrong coach. Fired the wrong coach. Yeah. So yeah, we'll find out somewhere in the middle. But I think Jimmy G's going to be all right. Everybody seems to. Because he's not a flashy, you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of quarterback that everybody just looks at him like, oh, he's Jimmy G. Well, he wins football games, so you know, take that. W- would you rather? Would you rather have a flashy quarterback 
you know, who runs around like crazy and, you know, with a, you know, the big smile on his face, you know, Listen, trotting down, going down the strip at 120 miles I'm an sure, hour. Or do you want to win football games? I'm win. Sure, I'm, win. Sure, I'm sure Ken's listening right now. Ken, uh, it could be worse. You could have Kirk Cousins. <sighs> then you really suck. Oh, boy, you're tough. Oh. I, I, Kirk Cousins has played well the last year. Like, he had a good season last year. Statistically, I, I, yes. Yeah, he's all right. Statistically. Their defense was horrible. Listen. He won 13 games. We had a game ended with the way, with the play at the end of the season. How no. he, yeah, he, he sucks. Play. Kirk Cousins is a, is a disaster. All right. Listen, I almost want Ponder back. <laughs> okay, Christian Ponder. Going uh, you know, I, I would take Joe Cap or Fran Tarkin. Want, they're both in you, their 80s. You want Christian Hackenberg? I'll take Druckenmiller. Okay. West Virginia? No, Virginia Tech. That was for you, Ken. Uh, Bryce Young in the first, is look, looking like he's going to be the first player taken. Stroud could be number two. Um, prospect rank, they got him fourth. This this is uh, the mock draft. They, they say that Bryce Young is the second overall, is the, is the second. He's going to go, he's ranked number one. Prospect rank is second. They got Stroud as prospect rank number two, but the, he, he's going to, no, number four. But they got him ranked at number two as prospect rank. They got Richardson third, but they got him. They, they ranked him at eleventh prospect rank. Will Anderson is the number one overall person to be taken in this draft. Will Anderson is the safest pick in the draft and fills an obvious need for the Seahawks along with their defensive line. Great player, even better person. It's an easy selection to make here. This is what they're he's projecting. If that, let me tell you, right, Seattle gets him. The Seahawks could be dangerous in that division. I think that's a ridiculous mock draft that the Cardinals are going to pass on Willie Anderson. If they, I, if they I, take I, Richardson over him, be, they got to be, be on ridiculous. crack. I'm sorry, but anybody that has a mock draft that go after the quarterbacks, Willie Anderson is not the first player off the board. You're wrong. You're just plain wrong. The Cardinals. Why would you take Tyree Wilson over him? Right. There's how, like, how how is any? I don't know who whose mock draft you were looking at there again, but. You know, take here's what you do, Pat. This you take is that a piece CBS of podcast. Take take that piece of paper. Throw it away. Yeah, just kind of crumble it in a ball. You know, give it a little kiss, and you know, we'll fire it across the Cadon uh, Studios here. I got to agree with you. Well, it's dumb, but you know, look, you know, sometimes the the simplest answer is the correct answer. How about this one? He's got Porter going to the Chargers. How how far down the draft is that? Round one, pick number 21. No. No. He's not lasting that Baltimore long. getting Johnston in the 22nd yeah. round. Like I said, they're, they're, I think there's Those some, are the three players that should be in the top I, ten for I think sure. there's some guys out there that are trying, really trying hard to get us to talk about their mock draft. That's what I think. I think they're, they're trying to be intentionally stupid. So there you go. They're doing a good job. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I, I got it, but I got to tell you that, that you know, Ryan Wilson. I mean, he doesn't have Will. He's got Will Anderson got dropping down the fifth. Why would you take Ty, Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson? The Cardinals. The Cardinals need him bad. By the way, this game is is a war. Ninety nine, ninety nine, three thirteen to go. The, the Lakers are in a war here. This this is unbelievable. The, the loser of this game will lose the series. What do you think? This about is that? this is pretty intriguing. With uh, you know the Lakers. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, it's it's still LeBron and Anthony Davis leading the way. I don't know if they're going to get past the next round, but uh, yeah, well, you know, it'll be interesting because you're gonna you're gonna see. It looks like we're going to get Phoenix and uh, Phoenix and Denver 
on one side of that bracket. I think Denver's going to win the whole thing, I tell you right now. And well, I like Phoenix, but I like whoever wins that series because the other one's the winner of this series taking on the winner of the Sacramento-Golden State series, which is getting to be very intriguing. That is, that's one of the, the young guard trying to take out the old dog, you know, and can they can they put Yeller to sleep? That's going to be an interesting question. But I, but I think the winner of Denver-Phoenix is going to be going to the NBA Finals. And right now, I, if Milwaukee doesn't find a way to win this win three in a row, the winner of the Boston Philly series is going to the NBA Finals. No, the, to me, there's no question about it. New York or Cleveland is not going to do it. Cleveland's Miami's out. Not they're going to be done tomorrow night. Maybe, but the, the Knicks could get through the first two rounds. They could absolutely. That's well, the if they best get Miami, part about this. That's going to be that's going to be another fun series. So they, but, they, but, get to, they get to the conference finals. That'd be great. But it, it, to me, right now, it's coming. To, it's going to come down to Denver, Phoenix, and Philly and Boston. So the, to me, the finals are going to be in the semifinals. Go figure. But you know. I, it's funny that you were list, we were listening to all this talk when Philly had a low-scoring game in Game Two against Brooklyn. I'm so concerned, they're concerned. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? The Sixers can win a game whether they keep you know keep it under 100 or they score 130. You know, but but Boston is, but be, Boston's their kryptonite. So they can't play the Celtics. Yeah, you know, they're they, they got them the last time they played them. But this but Joel Embiid is just on a roll. So th- I think it's going to be. And you know it's Philly, Boston, man. Joe, this is, he's going to be MVP, gonna, I think. Yeah, he should be. And this is going to be the most important Philly, Boston series in a long time. I know we had a disastrous one a couple of years ago, but right now, really, that is going to me is going to be for the NBA spot in the NBA Finals. So it's going to be heated in Boston, Philadelphia, to say the least. Two all offensive rebounds in a row by the Lakers, and they didn't put the ball in the hole. Well, that happens because they're the Lakers. Two minutes yeah. to go. I want the Lakers. I hate the Lakers. So that's another, another story. So look, looking down um, these different positions, what gets me, this guy has uh, a trade where the, where the Tennessee Titans get Levis in the 31st pick from Kansas City. In the 25th pick, Tennessee makes a trade with um, the Giants, and – Hendon Hooker gets drafted by the L.A. and then the Rams end up with the fifteenth, the twenty fifth pick, and they get Hendon Hooker. You know, I hate when these guys do their do the trades. You know, it, it's if you want to write a mock draft up, and I mean to me, this is just my personal preference. Yeah, it can be interesting. Oh, look, if you did this and if you did that, but that's not the reality right now. You know, the reality is what's on the board and run it down. Now, if you want to. Sp- you know, write kind of something separate and say, you know, if there was a trade, you know, this would be, you know, like here's my 10 mock trades that would be really interesting to see that could happen and throw them out there. But, you know, I hate when somebody does a mock draft with a, you know, with a trade with three or four trades in it. Yeah, you don't know that's going to happen. So, so this this, this is really funny. So this guy says, well, it doesn't say any, anybody in particular. The mock draft at 23, Tyree Wilson goes before Will Anderson Jr. And I'm thinking, I mean, maybe, what am I? What am I missing here? Trey Lance landing spots potentially fits with the 49ers trading trading calls with several teams uh, per the report. So this 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 means that Trey Lance could be trade. The Niners could be moving him. Could get a draft pick for him. Who would trade for him though? Uh, What's a good fit for Lance? Anybody needs a quarterback. Anybody needs a quarterback will be happy. Trust me. Just leave it at that. You're not too biased, are you? No, I'm just telling the truth. Seen the guy play enough, I know. He'll be fine. Where did you see him play? In college, right? Yeah. Not in the NFL. 
Yeah, I saw him play. I mean, he's only played a couple of games in the NFL. With you know, a minute, he, was, he was a backup. Listen, if he so, had, if he had it, Garoppolo would have been gone last year. No, but that, that that's not necessarily true because of his contract. That was not an easy contract to deal. I mean, that you're you're talking a lot of money for a guy that was a, a backup All that right. was going to walk. So, so let, let me give you this one. You want to hear this one? The mock trade that oh, you were God. talking about? Oh God. The 2023 Ravens send Lamar Jackson to the 49ers and acquire Trey Lance, <laughs> plus three more trades in round one. Now, let me just say this. If Lamar Jackson ends up with the Niners, that's the right – Shanahan's the right coach for him. He he would be good in San Francisco. I just – when they when – But they he's did not great. Special, he's when, not a great quarterback. When he did that special – they did that special franchise tag where, you know, now you got to give up draft picks to get him. I, I think they made him almost untradeable. I mean, that's that's a really hard pill to swallow now. So I I don't know if Lamar Jackson's going anywhere. I think he's stuck in Baltimore. Personally, Lamar Jackson, his style of play is terrible in the NFL. His style of play with the Niners would be good, be, be a safe place for him to play because the coaching style, the talent around him, it, it would work out really, really well. By the way, we have a minute to go. 102 to 100, the Lakers trail the Grizzlies. So this this is it's just coming down. This is a war, and um, don't it, it's and, and then Ja just missed a free throw. So we're we're down to a minute to go. It's 102 100. We'll go to a quick break. We come back. What we hope to see we'll have the finals of that game, and we'll wrap up the show. What do you think? Sounds like a plan to me, Pat. We'll be out of here in a minute. Go ahead. Just say you will. Say you will, 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 it's going to overtime. It's official. So we got a tie ball game, and it was LeBron James with the big hit. So there's a couple of things I want to throw out there and see what Mark thinks about this. First of all, I think if you're going to play, there's a couple of prop bets. I take Skaronsky over Paris Johnson plus 120 uh, as of the other day. I think that's a decent play. Agreed. Um, I'll tell you the one. I, I also like under four and a half on the quarterbacks being taken in the first round, minus $1.60. Running backs under one and a half. I won't lay five fifty, so I won't bet. Make that bet. Number of tight ends taken in the first round. Mm, Over two and a half is is plus two dollars under. Yeah, I don't want to lay two sixty. I can't do it. But I will tell you this: I like Michael Meyer of Notre Dame going before Dalton Kincaid at plus a dollar forty. Yeah, I could see that. Those are the two picks so, so far. I'll be close. Right. And then you look around the rest of the, you know, then there's a bunch of other prop bets, like who's going to take what. I'm not even worried about that. But those are the two prop bets that I see that are playable. Now, as far as the draft order, and this is the draft current draft order before trades. Number one goes to Carolina. Number two goes to the Houston Texans. Number three, the Arizona Cardinals. The Colts are four. Seattle in the five spot. That's unbelievable. The Lions in the sixth spot. The Raiders in the seventh spot. Atlanta, eight. Bears, nine. Eagles in the ten. That's unbelievable with the, with the Eagles. Unreal. That was a trade. Huh? That was a trade. 
Yeah, but still, it's just a great spot for them to be in. Oh, yeah. They're loading up. Tennessee 11. Texans have the 12th pick. They got two picks in the top 12. This is really good. Jets are number 13. They traded up. Uh, what they, they they trade with the Packers. Number 14 isn't on the list here. What the hell happened? That's okay. We'll come back to that. You got the Packers in 15. Washington 16. Pittsburgh 17. Lions 18. Tampa Bay 19. Seattle 20. The Chargers in 21. It was the Patriots, by the way. Would be the, uh, the yeah, Patriots fourteen. Yeah, um, see, I, I just figured that out without even without even. I love how the Jets jumped ahead of the Patriots in the draft. By the way, smart move. <laughs> okay, we got we got Tampa Bay at nineteen. Tampa Bay is going to be a very bad football team. The Seattle Seahawks twenty. The Chargers twenty one. Baltimore Ravens twenty two. My Vikings twenty three. It said Jacksonville twenty four. This is a team that's going to be on the on the up upswing. Giants fop, dropped to twenty five. Dallas twenty six. Buffalo 27, Bengals 28, New Orleans because of a trade 29, the Eagles 30, and Kansas City 31. Eagles having two first-round picks could make a trade, but I don't know if they will. It'll be interesting to see how that all turns out. That That's a potential. I mean, a lot of teams have multiple picks in this, even in the first round. So I think there's going to, like I said, it's, it's going to be very chaotic. And, you know, the Eagles are a team that if they want to move up, they may be able to put a nice package together to slide up in this draft. And Howie Roseman's shown he's not afraid to do it. Well, the question is, the te- I mean, to me, the Texans have to keep both of their picks. It's imperative. So who, who who's negotiable to trade with the Eagles? <sighs> ah, boy. <laughs> Arizona, the Colts, or Seahawks, or the Lions? And I don't see any one of those trades. Making those- now, could, the Raiders I might be s- dumb enough. I could see the Seahawks moving being willing to move down a little bit. I mean, to get two picks instead of one? I mean, picking picking 10 and you know, late, in the, late in the first round? Yeah. You know, that's interesting. That wouldn't be terrible for them. Which team will come out of this draft with the best with the best draft this year? Oh. Because <laughs> it's going to depend on who, who ends up being a Busteroni. Um, I think the Cardinals will, will get it. Just because they're they're probably going to take Will Anderson, I think that's going to be a a guaranteed win right there. Um, Detroit should do okay. I think the Eagles are going to have a probably a pretty good draft. Just running down here, Texans should be okay as long as they don't do something incredibly stupid. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Pittsburgh is going to get is going to have an intriguing pick down there some for some reason. So we'll we'll see what the Steelers do. So yeah, those are the kind of teams. I'm watching in the first round here. I, I, I got to tell you, I think the Texans are in a good spot. Lakers just went up four points early in the overtime, 108 to 104. Um, I look for the – I really think that this is going to be an interesting draft. Um, the most picks in the 2022 draft was, was Kansas City and the Jaguars last year. In 23, it's, it's – really, you don't know because of trades – but I really think you're gonna. I think the Commanders are going to be the team that are going to pull off the biggest surprise in this year's draft. Boy, which starts you, on the twenty. Yeah. Which starts Thursday at eight o'clock at night Eastern Time, five o'clock here in Vegas. So that should be interesting. Yeah, I think the one issue you have with the Commanders is switching owners right around now is not going to be the not going to be too easy for them. So, so we'll we'll see. The Cardinals have eight total picks this year's draft. They have two sixes, a five, a four. Two threes, three. They have number one and number two. The, the Falcons have seven picks. 
The Ravens have five picks. The Bills have six picks. The Bears have a total of ten options. One number one. They have two number twos, a number th- a, a one number three, two fours, two fives, and two sevens. That's a lot of picks. That's that's good. The so- Bengals have seven picks. The Bengals are in a good spot. The Cleveland Browns, they have eight picks. The Cowboys have seven. Denver has five. The Lions have nine picks. Oh, good Lord. The Rams have this. How many of the Rams have? Negative seven? The the Rams Rams are not. They're like the old Washington Redskins. (laughs) Their draft won't come till 2030, but it's a whole other story. (laughs) The Lions have nine picks. They have one in the first, two in the second, one in the third, uh, two in the fifth, and they have two in the sixth. That's pretty good. The Packers have 12 picks, which means the Packers are trying to retool the Texans have 12 picks. This is a big year for the Texans. Colts have nine picks. Jacksonville has nine picks. Kansas City has 10 picks. They could trade a number one. The Raiders have a dozen picks this year. One, 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 two. Um, they have two in the third round, one in the fourth. They have three in the fifth, two in the sixth, and two in the seventh. The Chargers have seven picks. The Rams have 11 picks. No, no, They have one. They have a number two. Two in the third round, three in the fifth round, three in the sixth, and two in the seventh. That's Ugh. pretty good. This, no, you know what kills yeah, me? Yeah, but you know the thing is that the value of those, you, you, you've got to get really lucky to hit. I mean, you, you know, with the massive amount of picks, you might be able to find a steal or two in there, but you know that's more of a something maybe you can package that up and move up into the fourth round or something like that. But yeah, you know, I, I don't value those fifth and sixth rounders too much. My Vikings have four picks, which is really breaking my heart because they definitely need more players. But the New England Patriots this year, for the first time in a long time, have 11 picks. One in the first, one in the second, one in the third, three in the fourth, three in the – no, four in the sixth, and they have one in the seventh. This, this is going to be a year where the Patriots are going to pick a lot of solid players that nobody knows about. Belichick is not done. I know there's a lot of people out there, oh, Belichick should retire. Get out of here. It's nuts. Yeah, that's silly. But, you know, once again, you wonder if you're, you know, the Patriots are going to try and package some of those up and get moved up in the draft a little bit. So, you know. They're in dire need of some talent. They're in dire need of some talent. And it's hard to put a finger on, on them because one week they'll play great defense, one week they'll play great offense and, they need an you, offensive coordinator. You, you can't. It's it, they're they're very Jekyll and Hyde, and it's it's hard to figure them out. And they they better get it figured out because otherwise they're finishing last this year. Well, I mean it's it's kind of crazy. Updating on the basketball score, where we got a minute and fifty three to go. Timeout on the clock. One oh nine, one oh six. This is an interesting game. Lakers got the lead. I mean, this is big. Lakers have a full timeout going on with a minute and fifty three to go in the overtime. Uh, and the and hockey scores it's it's still two to two late in the third period between Seattle and Colorado, so with four forty four to go. So that was pretty interesting. But going back to this, I, I think that I think this, the uh, Patriots are, are really looking forward to bringing some players in. And I want to thank you, Mark, for uh, helping me do this show. For Ken, Ken, thank you for allowing me to do this show. I apologize. Messing up on Druckenmuller. That was just one of those things. That was it. Was not in time. I, I knew where he went. It's all good. So yeah, he kicked me when on the during the commercial. I got kicked under the table. Aww. But my name is Pat Casal. This is SportsX Radio, and I will sit here and say this: there is nobody 
in the country that does sports talk radio, especially from a gambling perspective, better than Ken Thompson. He should be national. My name is Pat Cassell. Uh, the Lakers are leading with a minute and 40 to go by three. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it'll be uh, Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies will take it, take it to, the, to the house. But my name is Pat. Thank you, Ranch. God bless you all. We'll catch you in the future. Don't drink and drive. No drinking and driving? I did it again? Okay. 36 seconds to go. It's 109. It's, here it is. The Lakers, the Lakers are just keep, keep it coming. Are we good? Now we can go? God bless everybody. We'll catch you in the future.